The following podcast is taken from a live broadcast on Inspire FM. The Shahada is a testament that there is only one God and that Muhammad is the Messenger of God. It is a set statement normally recited in Arabic La ilaha illallah. Muhammad Rasulullah There is no God but God and Muhammad is the messenger of God Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Dear listeners, you are listening to Inspire FM 105.1 and you are tuned in to the Welcome to Islam show um, This show, as you know, is for uh, reverts, uh, new Muslims, converts and anyone who is thinking of accepting Islam as well This is a platform uh, for all of you to discuss any issues, any challenges um, that you are facing and that you, you would like to share with the general um, uh, Islamic community. And also for born Muslims as well to, to understand uh, and know what um, new Muslims are going through. But on today's uh, show, inshallah, we will try and start a new mini course uh, entitled The New Muslim Guide. Uh, and inshallah, uh, every month, um, at least once or twice a week, we will try and and uh, cover some basics of Islam topics, uh, which should be inshallah helpful for the new Muslim. And you can join in the discussion if you have any questions, uh, if you know any uh, new Muslim brothers or sisters around who are struggling or uh, anything at all, even if you want to send a greetings to our fellow uh, new Muslim um uh, new fellow, fellow new Muslims, please do contact us on 01582481822. That's our studio number for calling. And also, you can send us a text message uh, on uh, WhatsApp 0779481822. That's 0779481822. So, inshallah, we have um, the, the team at uh, Inspire FM has uh, collaborated. Um, uh, our well, the team at Welcome to Islam has collaborated with um, Islamwise, uh, who were generous uh, enough to provide us with some course materials uh, for this, inshallah. And we would like to cover this course uh, again in our Hockwell Ring Masjid New Muslim uh, circles as well. Uh, so that's the plan for today. We won't go uh, into the course materials, but we will start by discussing what we. Uh, we wish to cover uh, in the course so again your feedback is welcome in this please let us know uh, what you think might be useful um, um, I mean in terms of topics so rather than just discussing the topics there are some preliminary uh, kind of thoughts from the author uh, of the book that we are going to follow which is the new Muslim guide uh, book uh, which is distributed by Islam wise as well um, so yeah, we'll we'll follow the book and um, yeah, inshallah. Uh, once we uh, we will yeah we will discuss the preliminary section of that um, of that book as well. Um, we do have a textbook that we will uh, we will follow, but we won't get into it uh, as uh, as yet. But as we go uh, gradually into the course, we will introduce some topics from from our course books where um, you know the audience can. Uh, refer back to if they want to know the details the the name of the um uh, the textbook we will be following is the explanation of important lessons 
um, the explanation of important lessons for every Muslim. It's published by uh, Darus Salam. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll share the details of the book as well uh, later on, inshallah. So yes, without without further ado, um, uh, inshallah, let's uh, let's get on with the course and the and some of the objectives of the course. Firstly, I would like to mention that. You know, for every Muslim, regardless of if they are new Muslims or, or uh, born Muslim, the virtue of seeking knowledge in Islam is is very high. I mean, there is there are a great reward and importance given to seeking Islamic knowledge. Now, um, there's a hadith uh, which came in uh, Sahih Muslim, which which reads, uh, which I'll quote: "The Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alaihi wasallam." Uh, said whoever whoever follows a path in the pursuit of knowledge Allah will make a path to paradise easy for him so with that in mind inshallah we will we will start the course and encourage uh, everyone to pursue the path of knowledge uh, from from their positions I mean whatever can be done in uh, even if it's very little but in a very consistent manner inshallah now, to discuss the aims of the course, uh, obviously this course was designed initially for a classroom-based setup or a circle uh, kind of setup, setup usually delivered in, in, in masajids, but we've decided, inshallah, to, to deliver this or the contents of it um, through our show as well because we thought it will be quite beneficial to, uh, to, our, to our listeners. So uh, again, the the aims of the course, number one, learn the basics that every Muslims need to know about Islam. So this will be fairly basic, uh, inshallah, beneficial for the for people who just converted to Islam or have been into Islam but didn't um, who's converted converted to Islam but has have, haven't had the chance to read or study about Islam or the basics of Islam, and even for um, existing uh, Muslims as well, if they are uh, they have started on on their journey. Uh, in the path of knowledge uh, and the second bit uh, the aim of this course is to develop a love for Islam to turn this knowledge into action inshallah so that's that uh, so after the course objective so let's move on um, so I will try and um, yeah cover the so the outline of the course so to, for today, inshallah, we'll discuss what topics uh, we, we aim to cover about the course and everything. And eventually, inshallah, lead to, um, you know, the, yeah, uh, and, uh, and also discuss the preliminaries uh, today uh, that we want to, some bits of information that we would like to share uh, with the attendees before, uh, before we start the course. So some things we would like to cover like uh, say for example uh, we will start with the five pillars of islam and then uh, we will cover the pillars of faith uh, tawhid uh, monotheism um, and we will also cover the basics of prayer etc and obviously as a uh, precondition to prayer we have ablution so uh, one of our topics would be uh, ablution uh, or purification um, yeah um right uh, so and within uh the the pillars of faith we will cover i mean we will also cover the meaning of worship and then 
the associating partners with Allah in worship, which is shirk, uh, belief in Allah's names and attributes, uh, belief in the angels, belief in divine books, belief in the messengers. We'll go uh, not into the details of it, but we will skim through the topic at a, at a basic level, inshallah, so that it gives a, uh, a basic level of understanding, inshallah. Um, yeah, belief in the last day. Uh, and then, as I mentioned, we will then, after the six pillars of Iman, we will go uh, to the purification and then to the prayer. Um, yep. And then what are the conditions that must be met before engaging in prayer? The five obligatory prayers, before how to perform the prayer, how to pray the, the pillars and the obligatory acts of prayer, the, in which the pillars uh, of, the, of the prayer. Um, acts that invalidate the prayer, acts which are disliked during the prayer, the recommended voluntary prayers, uh, times which it is not permissible to offer the prayer, and, and topics like that, which are quite essential actually and sometimes uh, even uh, you know uh, muslims uh, existing muslims also need to refresh some of these uh, some of these conditions and, and topics and then there's the azan and humility and attentiveness in prayer this is obviously a, a big topic in itself the khushu achieving the khushu in salah and we all in our different levels we struggle to attain khushu or uh, perfect level of atten uh, atten attentiveness in prayer and then we will discuss about Juma um, as well so once this um, and the virtues of Juma and so on and so forth so once the prayer topic um, is done we will cover we will try and cover the topic of fasting uh, we just had the uh, month of fasting but we will we will go through it um, uh, uh, after the ch chapter of prayer inshallah uh, and within the chapter of fasting we will cover things like those who are exempt from fasting what breaks the fast the virtues of fasting the wisdom behind us fasting uh, the virtues of the month of ramadan uh, and after that we will also cover things like voluntary fasting for example just last month in the month of shawal we had uh, six uh, voluntary uh, fasts which were quite important uh, the day of Ashura, the day of Arafah, the six days of Shawal. Uh, <clears throat> uh, and we we will uh, go through the the festivity, the festival of fast breaking, which is Eid al-Fitr, um, and so on and so forth in that chapter. So after the chapter of um, fasting, we have the chapter of Zakat, uh, where we discuss um, the basics of Zakat, who can give Zakat and who can uh, take Zakat, what are the commercial zakatable commodities and uh, yeah as i said not into the fiki details of it but um, uh, just enough to cover the basics inshallah and number six as expected is the last pillar which is a pilgrimage which is coming up in uh, which is coming up and in inspire fm uh, this coming week we have uh, the hajj week so so this will be discussed uh, uh, with I mean, within the next few months, inshallah. So the time of performing Hajj, virtues of Hajj, the ultimate goals of Hajj. Uh, again, the festival of sacrifice, which is Eid al-Adha, visiting Medina. Uh, as I mentioned, this course is aimed at new Muslims or, or probably Muslims who just started on their journey of the deen to understand the basics of Islam. And, um, and we are calling it the new Muslim guide. 
if you have any comments on the course or if you want any topics to be included please do let us know uh, by contacting us on our studio number that's 0158248822 you can also send us a text message on whatsapp on 0779481822 for listeners who've just joined in i would like to remind that this is the welcome to islam show a show for reverts and new muslims and today we will cover the topic of the new muslim guide so we are starting as part of this radio show a mini course where we will cover the basics of islam inshallah so we are just discussing through what topics we aim to cover uh, as as part of this course um right after the chapter of hajj uh, there is a chapter on the financial transactions uh, now we tend to ignore uh some of the things uh, about islam really uh because islam is not just about the hajj and zakat and prayer but it is a uh it is a way of life and it covers everything um i mean the the whole uh life of a person including financial transactions uh, financial dealings or even social dealings as well as we will come through so this chapter your financial transactions we will try and cover the topic of uh, usury riba the forbidden transactions uh, the permitted transactions uh, uh, deception through ignorance um, through ignorance and uncertainty or gharar uh, we'll try and cover the topic of gambling and examples of business ethics which islam has stressed um yep uh, next chapter chapter 8 would be your food and drink um again uh, as i just mentioned islam is a very holistic way of life and it covers every aspect of life and on this course we would like to uh, cover on the major ones which has been uh, uh, which is part uh, part which comes as a part and parcel of this religion and under this chapter of your food and drink we aim to cover um uh, inshallah the general rule regarding food and drinks like uh, plants and fruits intoxicants and alcoholic beverages preservation of the mind the islamic ruling on alcoholic drinks drugs seafood land animals uh yeah pretty much that's it and number 9 on um, chap- uh, i mean uh, next topic we will cover is the dress code which is the clothing from an islamic perspective and the forbidden types of clothing okay yeah inshallah so that's uh, that uh, we also have a few other chapters uh, yeah we do have a few other chapters which i'd like to mention which is um on the uh let's say your new life so once somebody enters the fold of islam uh the the islamic character and your new life so uh so it explains um you know the character of a muslim and uh what to expect from the new life after somebody has embraced uh islam inshallah so that's the yeah basically the contents of the of the course we will try and cover them uh as much as we can <clears throat> sorry there's just one one i've missed which is the chapter on family and social dealings under that chapter uh, we have the position of the family in islam the position of women in islam categories of 
woman in relation to a man. Um, yep. Marriage, uh, rules governing the relationship between a man and a woman who a woman is allowed to marry. Uh, yeah, I've just mentioned about marriage in Islam, the spouse's rights and obligations. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much what uh, we aim to cover as well. And as as well as that, the main bits of the course, as I've mentioned before, would be uh, on the on the five pillars of faith, Tawheed and Shirk, uh, the basics of prayer and ablution, and the clarification on sects. Okay, so that being covered, I think we are good to go on the preliminaries of the course. Yeah, so within the preliminaries, <coughs> uh, inshallah, the things that I want to cover today um, uh, would be, you know, that Islam being the greatest uh, blessing, um, some things like the purpose of human existence, Islam as a universal religion, and uh, no intermediaries between God and man. Uh, and after that, inshallah, we'll go for a break and then cover the rest of the topic, which has some things like learning Islamic rulings, where to get our knowledge from. Uh, I know we have covered previously some of these topics as part of the show as well, but here what we have tried to do is get all of these topics together and form it into a, a like a new Muslim guide course that uh, that will um, inshallah be in our inspire fm uh, podcast as well so so that the listeners can always log back in and refer back to the topics and chapters if they want to listen to them again and as i mentioned there is uh, uh, i mean we will we'll give the, our reference to the two books we are using the the new muslim guide and the explanation of um, um, the explanation, uh, explanations of important lessons for every Muslim. So these two books as well. And if there are any questions, please do feel free to contact us. Even if we, um, I mean, we can at least check uh, with the scholars if we are not, if we don't have the answer straight away. Uh, please do contact us. Give us a call on 015824812. You can leave your questions. Also, you can leave your questions on WhatsApp. That's on 0779481822. For the listeners who've just joined in, you are tuned in to Inspire FM 105.1 and you are listening to the Welcome to Islam show. And today we are starting a new course, a mini course within within this show for new Muslims uh, entitled The New Muslim Guide. And we have so far covered, uh, you know, the topics that we aim to cover as part of this course. So, yeah. Right, so without waiting, and we've discussed the virtue of seeking knowledge in, in Islam as well, and the course aims, and, and, and the outline of the course really. So one of the things that um, everyone seeking knowledge should, um, should keep in mind is there, there are a few points. The one thing about learning knowledge, whether it be through an online course or an offline or, or an in-class course or, or a course in the masjid uh, or through a book, whatever it may be, the first thing that needs to be in place is sincerity. 
as long as and, and the pure intention for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So if these two things are in place, um, I think the journey to knowledge would be much easier and more enjoyable as well. As the second point, I would like to mention that it is always good to keep in mind that learning is a very gradual process. Uh, I would use the cliche that Rome wasn't built in a day, uh, but this is so true with learning as well. Um, as with like physical fitness or any other development, it doesn't happen overnight. So it has to be gradual and consistent. And our Prophet Muhammad said that the best of deeds are those that are consistent, even if it's very little. So, so inshallah, if we aim to listen to the podcasts or this radio show uh, or read from the books that I've mentioned, even in very little amounts, then inshallah, slowly but surely, we will get to a point where uh, at least the basics of Islam uh, is covered and our relationship with Allah is stronger. So, as I mentioned, it's a very, very gradual process and um, uh, and patience is very, very necessary. So to start with, uh, which we are d- doing with this course as well, it is always good to start with the very basics. And the initial slope is always steeper and probably slightly difficult to, to, to get past. But once it's in place, inshallah, things will start flowing. So number th- the third point would be to start with the basics. Number four is put in maximum effort. So we try and put in as much effort as we can. And if we get tired, we learn the skill of taking rest and then get back again to the to the to learning uh, again. Inshallah. Again, as I said, it's a gradual process, very consistent. So we we all have our um, we all have our daily lives to 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 live. But giving that priority and taking that extra time out to learn more about Islam, Inshallah, in, in whatever shape or form it may be. And number five is to ask those who are um, ask those of knowledge um, for new Muslims, especially because it can be confusing. It is an easy uh, way, as we have discussed previously in our show as well, is to follow your local uh, your local masajid or local Islamic center <clears throat> or local uh, revered group or whoever your friend uh, got you introduced to Islam. Or, or your local imam, um, you follow them or you know someone who is of knowledge. For example, if we are ill, we don't really, you know, take go on and take advice from anybody. We go to someone who's knowledgeable, who's qualified as a, as a doctor or physician. Uh, yeah, and, and we just don't take advice from everybody and take bits and pieces from here and there. So it's quite essential that we go to uh, people of knowledge um, and then we can uh, discuss on the sources of knowledge where do we actually get this what are the sources of knowledge as Prophet Muhammad said I leave behind me two things the Quran and my example which is the Sunnah and if you follow these you will never go astray this was recorded in a uh, hadith collected by uh, 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 Trimidhi, Tirmidhi, yeah, Tirmidhi. 
so this hadith is quite uh, quite important as well. So it's the Quran and Sunnah, and that's where we need to stick to. We need to ask ourselves what is the Quran and what is the Sunnah. Um, the Quran and how was the Sunnah compiled? Before going even into the detail, what are the authentic sources? But we will discuss about the, this inshallah on the second part of the show. Uh, please stay tuned in. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. You're listening to an Inspire FM podcast, making available our popular programs from our daily broadcast on Inspire FM. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome back to Inspire FM 105.1. You are listening to the Welcome to Islam show. This show is a platform for new Muslims, reverts and, conf- uh, and converts uh, to discuss any issues, any questions uh, they may have on Islam, anything they are struggling with or or even uh, just their story of conversion or any um, anything about Islam they wanted to share with the existing Muslim community and for the Muslim community in general we do um, uh, recommend listening to our show and understand um, and empathize with uh, the new Muslim community the convert community who actually embrace our religion and are now part of our family inshallah uh, and uh, for any of our audience please do uh, you can join in uh, to any of our discussion by calling on our studio number 01582481822 or you can send us a message on WhatsApp. That's on 0779481822. Uh, on today's show, uh, we are starting a mini course for new Muslims entitled The New Muslim Guide. And we are uh, uh, we have used materials from the book itself, uh, which is the uh, the new Muslim guidebook, uh, uh, the the new Muslim uh, 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 yeah the new Muslim guidebook and a course compiled by Islam Wise on the bas- basics of Islam. So so these are our two uh, of the course materials that we are using. I will thank Islam Wise to have provided us the new Muslim guide. Is the author of which is. Uh, Fahad Salim uh, Bahamam has actually compiled the different topics, uh, the very important topics for a new Muslim, and have really uh, like made a comprehensive uh, but a very easy to follow book. And inshallah, we will follow the book, follow that book as well. <coughs> so, before the break, we discussed the topics and the contents we aim to cover as part of the show and also uh yeah we've we've laid out basically the outline uh of the course and what we're going to cover some of the etiquettes of learning the virtues of seeking knowledge and we got to a point where we were discussing the um you know the sources of knowledge where we've mentioned uh, the quran and the sunnah being the sources of knowledge and the authentic uh uh, Quran and Sunnah that we, where we will try and follow as part of this course inshallah we hope this course will be beneficial and if you have any suggestions or comments about what we can cover as part of the course on top of the topics uh, that we've uh, oh, that we've discussed please do let us know on uh, um, on 01582481822 or on whatsapp uh, the number would be 0779481822 so let's continue uh, with our with our course, inshallah. Uh, so we just touched on, um, you know, the Quran and Sunnah being the the main sources of knowledge, and the other element to it, 
uh, obviously the Quran and Sunnah are there, but um, we needed to be explained, uh, especially for the case of new Muslims. There has to be some form of explanation so that so that it doesn't come vaguely because uh, even with the Quran there is a context to it and there are detailed tafsirs of the Quran which the scholars have explained um, have have gone on to much detail and also with the hadith there is the uh, element of um, uh, hadith or sunnah there's the element of context and understanding uh, holistically because just speaking one hadith or one ayah uh, from the Quran will not give us a, a wider understanding. So, uh, especially the scholars who have um, got a knowledge of, uh, you know, many hadith and, uh, you know, have gone through the Quran in depth and gone through the uh, the classical understanding and um, the understanding of the scholars and the Sahaba, etc. So they will, they are obviously in a better position to learn from. So that's that's the third thing we will use in, in this course is learning from the scholars. Again, Prophet Muhammad said, the scholars are the inheritors of the prophets. And this has been collected in Sahih al-Bukhari, which is one of the authentic book of hadith. So we follow and understand Islam according to the teachings of righteous scholars. So, um, so yes, as I mentioned, that there is a level of guidance that we need to, to understand Quran and Sunnah. Um, obviously, because if we just read it, we, we might get the literal understanding of it on the surface of it. Um, but it could be uh, misleading if it's taken out of context or if it's just just picking and choosing some of the context. In fact, some of the um, you know misinformation about Islam are spread using Hadith and Quran, um, you know, just by picking and choosing some hadith or some Quran out of context and um, you know without without any understanding just using the superficial um, uh, the literal literal meaning as it as it looks on the face value of it um, yeah so so we have to follow and understand Islam according to the teachings of, of religious scholars and as part of this show as well we've mentioned that having a teacher uh, in Islam well, for example, Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was the teacher of the Sahabas themselves. So for new Muslims, it is essential as well. So having a teacher, it can be can be quite useful rather than um, we know that rather than having Sheikh Google or Mufti YouTube uh, as our teachers and picking and choosing knowledge bits and pieces from here and there, it could actually be more confusing uh, than uh, obviously for some specific <coughs> Answers we can always refer to, uh, you know, videos from scholars and lectures from scholars. But, uh, but I personally feel it's it's really useful if we get a structured form of knowledge, uh, and that's why uh, the team at um, uh, Welcome to Islam has decided to to compile and use these materials already available uh, from Islamwise to to convert it into a course and present it over the show, inshallah. Uh, and if anyone's um, if anyone wants the materials um, or copies of the books, uh, they are available for free as well. Please do contact us on our studio number or send us a message on our WhatsApp number. I'll repeat the numbers again. The studio numbers number is zero one five eight two four eight one eight double two, and our WhatsApp uh, contact number is zero triple seven nine four eight one eight double two. We will try and 
make the course materials available for you if you have any questions please do leave it um, uh, for us as well uh, you can also email us on welcome to islam at inspirefm.org we should be able to get back to you inshallah so moving on uh, uh, learning from scholars uh, scholars from the companions of the prophet sallallahu all the way to scholars of our time there is there is always something to learn uh, from the scholars of different times and you know what could be the danger if we do not learn or read books from the from the righteous scholars so imagine if everyone starts explaining and interpreting islam then then it's it's very easy to lose the essence uh, to lose the actual message and uh, and 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 deviate and, and and get a very misleading view or get a very misleading uh, understanding as it goes with any other subject any other uh, education if you see uh, we we i mean the schools don't follow textbooks or books written written by just anyone or or, or you know they don't pick uh, they don't get knowledge from social media where everyone is contributing into uh information so the information is very selected and and comes from um selected and very high standard um uh, um knowledge um i would say yeah so the danger, I mean, I can think of many, but one of them would be uh, misleading information, and um, and obviously it can it can even result if we allow everyone to come and change Islam in their ways, or define Islam um, in ways that suit their interests, then uh, you know the, the actual knowledge that was transferred across to the Prophet from Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala will be lost, and that's what we don't want. We want to stick to the knowledge as it came down. Uh, obviously, there could be different understandings or different perspective to certain things, but there are limits. Like, say, for example, some of the prohibitions, no, nobody can come and uh, just suddenly say that, um, for example, alcohol is permitted in Islam or, um, you know, riba or usury interest is permitted and uh, permissible and things like that. Um, so these are the things we need to be very careful about and um, understand where the source of our information is coming from. Um, now, Islam uh, in general, uh, the, the literal meaning of Islam it means peace or it can also mean submission or obedience. Some scholars have said that it is peace acquired by submitting oneself or being obedient to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And um, alhamdulillah, a lot of us have experienced, uh, you know, the, the inner peace acquired by submission. And uh, and from our guests as well, we've, um, guests in the show, um, reverts have come across and they have explained how much at peace they were with Islam and what, and, and, and some of the main reasons they came to Islam was the peace that came, uh, came with it. Alhamdulillah. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, yep, so that's a very simplistic definition of Islam. And a Muslim is the one who totally submits and is obedient to God. Uh, the Muslim is a pra is someone who is practicing Islam. <clears throat> uh, but what does that mean in real life? Um, I mean, adhering to the principles of Islam, it is not, uh, as we've mentioned before, it is not just sticking to 
prayers and giving zakah and just the rituals but it is more than that it is beyond that as we will see as part of the course as we will uh, try and understand as part of the course as well inshallah right so now moving on to the basics um, there's a hadith um, in Sahih al-Muslim on the story of conversion between Prophet ﷺ and Angel Jibreel where Islam was summarized and the five pillars of Islam and what ibadah is was summarized and the and the six pillars of faith were summarized. We'll go into each of these five pillars of Islam and the six pillars of faith as part of this course. Before I even move on to the uh, five pillars of Islam, I would like to cover the preliminaries um, that were mentioned in the New Muslim Guidebook and we'll try and cover um, uh, some of it. Um, I initially wanted to skip uh, this bit but it was quite, quite interesting and I thought before we move on to a course uh, about the basics of Islam, these things if we, if we uh, have them ingrained in our mind it will help us um, uh, I mean it will, it will help us uh, go through the knowledge as well inshallah. So first thing um, in the book is as part of the preliminary, uh, the, the, the author, uh, he congratulates um, the, the new Muslims upon uh, entering uh, into Islam uh, and congratulates. Uh, so we would like to congratulate you uh, for your decision of um, entering into the fold of Islam as well. So Allah has uh, bestowed countless blessings uh, upon us. He has endowed us with the gifts of sight and hearing, the intellect, health, wealth, and family. He has even subjected everything in the universe uh, for us, the sun, the moon, the heavens, and the earth, and many countless things, as the Quran states. If you try to number Allah's blessings, you could never count them. So this is in Surah, Al, uh, Surah Al-Ma'idah. Yeah, um, verse number 18, I believe. Yeah. Uh, so you could never count them. Um, so however, all these blessings will cease to exist when our short worldly life comes to an end. The only blessing that is bound to bring about happiness and tranquility in this life and eternal bliss in the hereafter is the blessing of being a Muslim. So alhamdulillah on your decision to uh, to accept uh, to accept Islam and come to the light out of the darkness. Um, and you know, um, it is for this reason that Allah attributes this blessing uh, to him, giving a great honor over other blessings as the Quran states. Today I have perfected your religion for you, completed my blessings upon you and have chosen for you Islam as your religion. Um, yeah, this is mentioned in Surah Al-Ma'idah as well. Um yeah, so so we have to first realize that it is a great blessing that Allah has accepted us into His Deen, um, and even uh, when you see born Muslims, not um, unfortunately not all of the born Muslims are practicing, or not all of the uh, born Muslims have the sweetness of faith um, in them. Unfortunately, um, so it is not a so it it is a matter of Allah's choice as to who He chooses to be. Uh, in the way of the deen um, yeah um, so moving on so so just give so the author then gives an example of an ignorant people of ignorant people who mistakenly thought that they had done the prophet ﷺ a favor by embracing islam and then allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reminded 
that um, I mean in the Quran uh, by saying that they think they have done you a favor by becoming Muslims say say O Muhammad uh, do not consider your Islam a favor to me no indeed it is Allah who has favored you by guiding you to the faith if you are telling the truth <clears throat> this is in Surah Al-Hujurat verse number 17 so again we are reminded of the fact that it is a blessing of Allah that he has accepted us into his deen and we should be grateful for that um, and he chooses uh, whom he wills right now um, now how do we adhere to the faith I mean um, how can we possibly show gratefulness to Allah for this I mean how, how can we be thankful so the author states two different um, uh, ways we can do it one is to adhere to Islam and um, yeah and uh, and uh, uh, and endure all the hardships that come uh, come our way so one is to adhere to the Islamic principles and the other is to introduce others to the way of Islam this is by giving dawah so I mean the the blessing that you got uh, you share with others and invite them to the way of Islam with wisdom and patience uh, inshallah so these are the two ways the author mentions how uh, we can possibly be grateful to Allah for the blessing that he has given us um, Okay, for the next bit in the preliminary section, the author explains the purpose of human existence. Uh, why are we here? So there is a there is a clear cut hadith, um, uh, sorry, um, an ayah of the Quran, which states that I have only created the jinn and man to worship me. Yep, Surah Al Zariyat, chapter fifty-one, verse number fifty-six. It is clear, therefore, that we are here to worship Allah and the Almighty. Again, just to be clear on this, <clears throat> again, that doesn't mean that we have to be in the in the prayer for all our lives, um, as in just doing the physical prayer or fasting um, uh, for for most of the year and things like that. Worship is a, I mean, every act that we do that is pleasing to Allah can be an act of ibadah, can be an act of worship. It doesn't necessarily have to be a, a ritual or a prayer. Say, for example, uh, while we are doing our job to earn uh, to earn a living for our family or feeding our families, that is part of ibadah as well. So while you are at work, you are at ibadah. Yeah, if you're sleeping to rest and then the next day, um, you know, go to work, do your regular prayers, um, earn a living, that is part of ibadah as well. As long as it is not displeasing uh, to Allah, um, I mean, uh, not doing anything that is forbidden in Islam, then uh, we are most likely in a state of um, of ibadah. So, so there are many ways in which we can maximize uh, our ibadah and our relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Um, so, yeah, we've given the example. For example, yeah, when you earn your money and give give out in zakat or, or sadaqah the time you were working to earn that money is you know counts as uh, counts as part of your ibadah as well inshallah so um and m mostly you know having that belief uh, and faith in allah and not associating anyone uh, alongside him so so as long as the the state of uh, 
you know iman is in the heart we are in a uh, in a state of ibadah as well uh, as the as the author mentions in the book in the next section the author <laughs> explains that islam is a universal religion and he quotes the quran again uh, on surah al-anbiya chapter 21 verse 107 we have sent we have only sent you o muhammad as a mercy to all the worlds so so this is where uh, you know islam is defined as a universal religion so it doesn't come with any particular culture or tradition and as we have explained especially for new muslims who come from uh different uh faith background or different you know cultural background they don't have to really adapt to uh, you know the culture of the dominant muslim society uh, as we've seen because we have to really distinguish between what is coming from a culture or a tradition and what is coming from islam if from a i mean everything from a culture or tradition can be inherited into islam as long as it doesn't uh, contradict uh, the practices of islam themselves uh yeah the customs um can be uh, are, are are deemed to be permissible so uh, so the author mentions that that is why islam respects all the various human traditions and does not require new muslims to change their own traditions unless they contravene some of the islamic teachings thus any traditions that go against islamic teachings must be changed and replaced with a better alternative for it is after all allah the the all knowing the all aware who commands and forbids whatever he wills and our faith in him requires us to act in accordance with his laws and we also see islam being an universal religion in the fact that the entire earth the entire earth is a place of worship so and this is one of the uh one of the special uh things given to our prophet muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam as well that we are basically allowed to pray everywhere uh so all of the world is a uh, earth is a place of worship so it, it does show the universal element of islam um okay in the next section uh, just quickly going through just being aware of the time we've got about 3 3 and a half minutes so i'll quickly rush through the uh the the next few sections in in the preliminary bit and inshallah from next uh from the next show when we do this course we will uh get on to our chapter 1 which is on the topic of faith inshallah so the next thing uh that the author mentioned is that there are no intermediaries between god and man um no which is evident in 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 their traditions of islam as we can see um i mean even from the practices of the sahabas that they haven't used anyone no matter how righteous and scholarly a person is they haven't used them as an intermediary so the only one we can ask for help uh for guidance i mean the only one we pray to is allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so this is another point that the author stresses um right and then the islam is a religion for life uh, we've mentioned earlier in the show as well of how uh, you know islam touches on all aspects of our life from the social financial economical uh, to our physical um so all elements of life uh, are touched by islam and uh, you know there is guidance in ev- every aspect of life um 
<clears throat> the next thing that the author mentions is the knowledge acquisition. So it was not a coincidence that the first word revealed to the Prophet ﷺ was read. In fact, Islam stresses the importance of acquiring beneficial knowledge in all fields of human interests and considers the path that a Muslim <clears throat> follows to seek knowledge a path that actually leads to paradise, inshallah. And uh, yep, so the next bit is learning about, so coming from uh, knowledge uh, acquisition, so learning about Islamic ruling, rulings. So this is something we will touch on the course as well. So there are five different kinds of Islamic rulings, like wajib, which is obligatory. If you, um, so if, uh, I mean, if it's not done, then it's considered a sin. Uh, and haram, that is forbidden. If it is done, it is definitely considered a sin. And, um, yeah, but if it is avoided, it's not considered a, um, well, yeah, it is considered a, uh, as, um, uh, you know, yeah, plus points. So there is, and, and there are some things in between, like mustahab, which is recommended act, and makru, which is dis disliked. So if you avoid it, you get, um, uh, I mean, you get hasanat for it, but um, if you don't do it, uh, sorry, if you do it, there is no sin upon you. But if you don't do it, there is good. And there is like moba, which are neutral. Um, again, we will we will touch on this as part of the course as well. And the next bit is the five pillars of Islam and the five pillars of Iman, which we have touched on, and we will go through each of them separately, inshallah. Um, so that's about it for the preliminary section. Um, the other... The only other point that is mentioned is that Islam being a very moderate religion, which is balanced, so there's neither extremism nor, uh, you know, too less in it. So inshallah, from next time, we will try and continue with the course. Uh, please do join us. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Why not tune in to our live stream at inspirefm.org and follow and subscribe to our social media platforms at InspireFM Luton.